Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome to the Believe in Badger Football podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, brought to you by betonline.ag. Once again, I'm your host, Matt Perkins. On today's show, I sit down with TJ Bowlers, a 2021 Wisconsin commit along the defensive line slash outside linebacking position. TJ and I sit down to talk about his football experiences, what he's looking forward to at Wisconsin, both on and off the field, playing this season during COVID, and much more. Before we get into today's show, I want to remind you guys that we are brought to you by betonline.ag. The football season is in full swing, and while you may not be at the games this season, you can still be in on the action at BetOnline. This weekend, Wisconsin hosts Indiana at home. They're a 14-point favorite against the Hoosiers, and without Michael Penix for Indiana, I think that Wisconsin should be able to take this one. Now, Indiana has had some very spirited play this year. They've pulled a couple big upsets against Penn State and Michigan. They took Ohio State down to the wire, but that was all with Penix. And without Penix, they're going to be targeting Jack Tuttle, who Wisconsin fans might remember as being a big recruit during the 2018 class where they ended up signing Chase Wolf instead. But Tuttle was a, a pretty big name that they were going after. He ended up actually originally signing with Utah before transferring over to Indiana. But no matter who your team is, from point spreads to totals, game player and coaching props bet online is your number one place to get all of your action plus there's always the online casino it never closes so head on over to betonline.ag today and check out all the great free sign up bonuses again that's betonline.ag and sign up today bet online your online sportsbook experts all right welcome back to the believe in badger football podcast on the believe podcast network brought to you by betonline.ag I have the honor today of being joined by 2021 Badger commit TJ Bowlers. TJ, thank you so much for spending a little time with me here today. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for having me. Of course, of course. Uh, love having this guys from this class on. We had Al Ashford on a couple of weeks ago. And I think this class is really interesting because you guys, you know, not only from all across the country, but probably the most hyped class in the history of the program. You're obviously a big part of that. But uh, I want to go back, though, uh, start with your early, early career in football. How old were you when you started playing? Um, Man, Jesus, uh, we're taking it back a ways. Um, I think that, I think it was around like first grade when I started playing, um, you know, it was, it was just like a little, uh, rec center flag football team that we started with. Uh, my dad coached me. Um, and then, you know, some other kids I played all throughout like my school career with and, uh, and yeah, you know, that's, that's really where it started. I think, I think the first team I was on was the Packers and then it was the Steelers and then the Browns was was the last team and then uh we went we went undefeated we were pretty good so well that's something so, yeah, the actual browns fun. would never do so no not at all <laughs> um have you always played outside linebacker or have you did you jump around mm -hmm. i mean like you know most kids with your athletic ability are going to be playing quarterback especially when, when, when they're younger but have you always played just on defensive side of the ball did you play offense at all uh no so um you know when you were when you're younger you, you really want to be able to learn like all these different positions right so i played everywhere you know i was a quarterback running back receiver 
And then on defense, you know, safety, corner, outside linebacker, middle linebacker, just everywhere so that you can just kind of get a feel for your position, you know, what you really like to do. Um, but once we started getting into tackle football in like fifth and sixth grade, um, we had we actually had a weight limit. So I could not be in the backfield because I was over 110 pounds, I think is what it is. Yeah, we had the same um, weight limit in, in yeah. my town growing up, too. Yeah. So I, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't be in the backfield. I could only be on the line of scrimmage. So they lined me up at tight end and then, you know, threw me these little, these little uh, slant routes and I'd run over four kids and then score, you know, is it, 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 it was fun, but, uh, <clears throat> but, you know, defense is really, is really my thing. You know, I remember I've got pictures of me, you know, back in fifth and sixth grade, I, I used to wear these uh, checkered socks. I even wore them a little bit in my high school career, but, but uh, yeah, that was that's how my mom could pick me out on the field because of the checkered socks, you know, and I was always the first person in the backfield. So, I mean, I guess it was easy to find me then, too. For sure. For sure. So speaking of high school football, obviously, you've been playing at Clear Creek Amana uh, uh, out in Tiffin, Iowa. Uh, now, you guys obviously play 11 man football there, but there's a lot of places in Iowa that actually play eight man football, which I think is really fascinating. Did you ever, yeah. did you ever play eight man football? I never played eight man football. No. Um, so. In Iowa, we go we go by like A classes, so we have like A, and then we have one A, and then two A, three A, four A is the highest that we go in football. And uh, my school is three A, um, but honestly, I think three A is is crazy competitive. Um, and uh, so we've always played eleven man football here. I've always played eleven man football because I mean I've never been away from CCA. I've always I've always been here for school. All right, sweet. Who's your school's biggest rival? Uh it depends on the sport, if I'm being honest. Uh, for football, though, actually, our districts changed this year. So I can't really say. Well, I, I guess the game that we were, like, most looking forward to was uh, the Xavier game. And Xavier made it to the state championship. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, we were looking forward to that one. And we, we lost, of course, because, you know, Xavier, they're just, they're just a powerhouse team in 3A, right? So. But I wouldn't really say that there's like a set rival for us. Okay, yeah. My best friend actually uh, went to um, Iowa City West. Okay. Um, but I think I think they're 4A. They um, are 4A, yeah. yeah. they're they're a pretty big school. But they, again, they fluctuate on how good their team is year in and year mm. out. But um, let's talk about then your commitment and your, recruiting, your recruitment to UW. Obviously, you had a lot of offers um, from places all over the country. So, But how did you get interested in UW in the first place? I guess it all started. I was at a track meet. Um, and I was I was actually I was actually on my way to a visit at Nebraska. Like so like the same day. Um I ran in a track meet and then as What's soon your as event? track meet. Oh, um I think I threw that day, I threw disc that day, and then I ran in the distance med. Um I ran the two hundred leg in the distance med. Um and uh and yeah, after that, so so we finished those, and then we had to we had to get out of there because you know we had to get there before dark, you know, get in, checked in our hotel and such. Um, but you know, on our way there, you know, I'm on the phone. Actually, Michigan called me first. I got an offer from Michigan that day, and then um, I called Coach Noakes after that, um, and he offered me too. So that was that was two offers in one day, heading to another recruiting visit, and uh, so I was I was pretty excited, but. Um, after that, you know, it kind of just stayed on me. I talked with Coach Noakes here and there. Um, ended up getting up to a camp in the summer. It was me, my mom, and my trainer. Um, and uh, you know, my mom, she she had she had a perspective from like back in the '90s when my dad played for Iowa, 
and whenever they went there. So, you know, she was like, Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I can like him. And, uh, we came back from that camp, um, because the camp ended up turning into like an all day visit. Like we went to the camp and then like after that we met, we met, uh, coach Chris and then we went around the campus and it just, it just turned into this big thing. And, uh, after that, like we got in the car and me and my mom looked at each other. We're like, this, this is a fantastic school and I'm probably going here. And she's like, wow, you're saying that already. I'm like, yeah, yeah, mom. Like, so, so what I stood kinda, out about it then? Like what, what, what stood out, what stood out about, about with the campus, the program, the coaches, like, I mean, everyone talks about coach, coach Chris just being super like upfront, honest, family oriented kind of guy. Yeah, he is. He totally is like, like, I don't think, I don't think we talked about football the entire time I was up there and I was up there for probably like a good hour and a half, maybe more. Like it was it, like our, our conversation was like, just so he wanted to know about me. He wanted to know about my siblings, you know, like what, what I like to do outside of football, you know, other sports that I play, you know, just, um, there's all this stuff that really like made him, made him very personable, you know? And like, so my mom, my mom likes that because he cared about me more than just like more than just as a football player. And I liked that for the same reason. And then, um, the guy that we were with, uh, one of the, um, one of the defensive guys, uh, uh, coach Debsky, um, he was the one that kind of took us around and showed us all these places. And like, he took us up to, uh, the little, um, up to the top of the hill where you can look down mm, top of Bascom. Like, yep. 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 We went up there. Um, we looked down and then we went over to uh, one of the unions. It was uh, one of the unions on the lake and we ate over there. And uh, it was just, it was, it was the nicest campus I've ever seen. Especially if it's a nice summer day, there's nowhere better oh, yeah. than the union it, terrace. It was, it was, it was so nice. Like sit on those I awkward looking chairs. Like, like... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with the nice colorful chairs and mm-hmm. the, the colorful tables. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when I remember when I visited. It was April, but it was like a very warm April day. It was mm-hmm. like it was like seventy five in April for some reason. I was like, God, is this like oh, wow. is this real? Like I right. like it, it. did not seem like I was coming from New Hampshire, and so I was mm-hmm. like, you know, I was coming. I was coming out to do track, so um, as a thrower actually as okay. well. So uh, and I and I came to visit. I was like this place is utopia, man. Like this is, this is yeah. absolutely crazy. So, yeah. um, but speaking of, you know, this class there is, you know, I don't know if they have you slated to play like outside linebacker, defensive end, sort of like a hybrid between the two, but there's six linebackers now slated to sign with this class. Uh-huh. Now that, now that Jake, uh, you know, committed earlier this week, uh, from up in Minnesota, what's your relationship yep. like with those other five guys, Jake, Daryl, uh, Brian, all, you know, all of you linebacker, linebacker and hybrid types. Yeah. Um, so if I'm being honest, none of us had any idea about, um, Jake Ratzlaff. Like we had, I think, I think that's how you pronounce his last name. Yeah. Ratzlaff. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Um, we, we had no idea. Right. So like we, uh, he, he was, he was projected by one of the 24 seven guys, like hundred percent to Wisconsin. We're like, Whoa, what? Like, do we just, we just got another commitment because you know, we already had a Jake. So like someone came into the group and they were like, yo, Jake just committed. We're like, we're like, who's Jake? Like we have Jake. And, uh, no, so they were talking about him and, uh, and once he got in there, you know, we started talking to him a little bit and, you know, he's, he's a great guy, but, um, we had already established like relationships, you know, like for, for being in, uh, the group for so long with all the other guys. So, um, you know, I've, I've no doubt that Jake is going to fit right in with us. So, mm-hmm. um, and, and you're pretty but, tight with Daryl Peterson, right? Yeah. Yeah. We talk 
coach he's every day like it's <laughs> I, if, if he was coming in early then I totally would have room with him but I'm rooming with uh another D lineman Mike Jarvis but like literally I could have roomed with anybody in this in this class that's like, a good sign like we we got we, we are so tight right now like the bond that we have already without like with barely even knowing each other like some of us have never even met face to face you know and like can only can only know what someone looks like or what someone's like just by like the way they talk in the group or like the way that they talk on the video games and like whatever but but yeah you know just like our relationship is is fantastic at this point that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so uh, you were recruited by Coach Noakes, you said, Coach April. How do those guys and Coach Leonard sort of see you fitting in on the defense? What kind of role do they see you playing? Do they see you playing in sort of like a pure outside linebacker role, some sort of hybrid, whether it's on, you know, is on the boundary of the field? How have they talked about you sort of fitting in? Um, so I've, I've been told since after that camp that I would fit in as more of like, a hybrid defensive end outside linebacker um just just because like i'm able i'd be able to do both you know put my hand down and then go from a two point um just whatever's needed at the time um but um whenever i talk with coach april you know like we ask that question a lot he's always like you know think of like a tj watt position where you're going to be able to um rush rush the passer but you're still going to be you know dropping back into coverage here and there um and so you know, with me going in early and everything, I've never, I've never dropped back into coverage. Like I used to play middle linebacker and then I stopped just because I started growing. So they put me on the D line. Um, and so the coverage thing is definitely going to be something that I'm going to have to work on. So going in early, you know, it'll be, it'll be good for me to be able to start, you know, getting work with the other outside linebackers um, and uh, having coach April. Coach have you got have you gotten to sort of build a relationship with any of the guys who are currently on campus at all like when you win i mean you didn't like stay for like an official or anything like that so you didn't really get to stay with any of the guys but right. do you have a relationship with any of the guys who are currently on campus um i can't say that like i have like a relationship where we talk like every day or all the time or something but you know like here and there um i'll talk with um with nick herbig or you know some of the other guys uh isaiah you know those guys like we're, we're all in the we are yeah we talk we talk a little bit, you know, here and there, but it's nothing. Like, I wouldn't say it's anything crazy right now. For sure, for sure. So, um, but you are going to be enrolling early, you said, um, yep. which which is going to be really interesting. Uh, what are the things that you are looking forward to most when you get to campus in Madison off the football field? Uh, off the football field, you're talking about like kind of just like recreational things, recreational or, like, life classes, about? like um, whatever it is that you're looking forward to most. Like I knew for me when I came to campus, a couple things that slowed me to campus. A, like the food, it was like some of the best yeah. food I ate. Oh, at, no doubt. In, like I visited like 20 schools probably, uh, and it was like the food. I was just like, this is crazy. Like, the food here is so good. And, you know, I was a fat guy. I was a thrower, so of uh, course I was going to be into the food. Uh, right. But you know, it, it was the food, hanging out at the Union, and just sort of getting to explore a city of Madison. Like I'm from a town of like 400 people, so right. You know, it, it, for me, that was like Madison, like the big city, even though it's not like uh, a huge city or anything like that. Yeah. But for me, it was like those sort of things were what I was really looking forward to outside of like you know, you know, doing track and stuff like that. Right. You're normal. You're normal. Um. So for me, I, I'm a big winter sports guy. Like I love snowboarding and stuff like that. So, um, you know, if you must be a terror coming down the mountain, man, you're a big, oh, dude. God, dude, you have no idea. Like I'll be coming around the corner or something or something like that. We got this, uh, we got this little place. It's called sundown. Um, mm -hmm. in the Iowa Alps. And, uh, 
Yeah. Yeah. Literally. Um, and, uh, me and my friends, you know, we try and go like once or twice a year, just, um, sports permitting and whatnot. And, uh, and we go, we go, we take it easy at first, but like, we're like blazing down black diamond Hills, man. But like a black diamond Hill in Iowa is probably nothing compared to like a black diamond Hill. At, like, let's say in Wisconsin or in Colorado or something like that, you know, cause yeah, you're you know, gonna have to get uh, Al Ashford to take you out where he lives. Yeah, seriously. What he, he said that he snowboarded a little bit, or I well, I mean, no. he's from Colorado, man. Like that's he's from the mountains that's, in Colorado, right. so you know, I, I don't know if yeah. he snowboards or skis, but man, like you know, it's it, it's mountainous and, and fun. Oh out yeah, there. oh yeah. But so yeah, you know, winter sports. Um, I guess another thing would be going to like other sporting events. Like I was watching hockey the other day, and uh, I think I think that that would be like fantastic to go to. I've been to a basketball game too. And so just like being able to go to other sporting events, um, that's another thing. And then just, just campus life, you know, like food and, uh, meeting people and just being able to be outside of my town and kind of do my own thing. For sure. For sure. Yeah. I, I will say outside of going to football games, which are like a, you know, very, very special thing to do. Uh, hockey, hockey games are the best in person, man. Hockey games are so much fun. Like, yeah. you know, the, the crowd is so into it and it's rare, you know, most schools have two big sports, right? Football, basketball. The fact that like hockey is a revenue producing sport is a really big deal. And they sell right. the arena for every game. You know, they have their own like traditions in the stands for all the fans, uh, especially the student section and stuff like that. So it's it, it's a lot of fun. I had season tickets to hockey. By the time I was a fifth year, we were on the boards. And those were like some of my favorite memories were just going to those games with my boys yeah. and just like getting wild for it, for sure. So let's speak on the field. So what is your goal for your freshman season? Once I get there, I'm, I'm definitely going to have to learn like learn the speed, you know, there's, there's definitely going to be a different speed. Like I'm going to be 18 years old. I've always been bigger. I've always been faster and stronger than everybody. Like I'm, I'm going to be going against like, like 20 year old, 20 year old men, you know, like that's going to be, that's going to be a big change, you know, and, and Wisconsin always has a fantastic O-line. So me being able to practice against some of the best O-linemen, even just like in the winter before everyone else gets there, that's probably just going to give me like a little jump ahead of guys in my class. Um, just because just because I'll kind of have that experience going into it. You know, I, I want to say that I would like to play my freshman season, but you never know how that's going to work out. You know, like, I don't know if my body's going to if, if it's going to grow or not, you know, based off of like nutrition plans, or if I'm going to need to lose weight. Um, and so really, I'd say that my main goal is to just like focus on what the coaches need me to do. You know, if they if, if that ends up being like getting on the field and having playing time, then yeah, totally. Like I'm, I'm all about it, but, um, it's really just going to be like getting my body right, you know, and making sure that I understand things before I actually get into like a full swing. So do you think that that's going to be the biggest or hardest transition from you is the speed of the game or getting your body right? Is that the thing that you feel like you need to work on most before you step foot on campus? Or you mentioned earlier, uh, you know, uh, getting better at dropping back into coverage. Yep. Yep. And uh, yeah, so that's, that's totally another thing, you know, because there, there are plenty of technical things that go along with being an outside linebacker, being that hybrid position, you know, it, it's not always just going to be rushing the passer and making sure that you um, have outside contain, you know, you gotta, you gotta be able to drop on the tight ends. You gotta be able to cover the flats. You gotta be able to do all these different things. So um, <clears throat> it, it's all going to be a big learning process, you know, and uh I can tell you that I'm definitely excited to get in there and learn because, you know, I want to play. 
For sure, for sure. Uh, you mentioned TJ Watt earlier. Are there any other players, whether who are in college right now or in the pros, that you try to like model your game after, trying to pick up like little techniques from? Uh, um, Von Miller has always been like the biggest guy that I've always watched. Um, you know, I, I, I study his film sometimes. And, uh, you know, him and TJ, I always kind of do like the little comparisons, you know, if, even if it's like just me or if it's me and my dad or whatever it is. But those are like the two biggest guys that I've liked to watch a lot. You know, back when I was thinking of, uh, you know, just like straight defensive end. Yeah, JJ Watt, you know, just like for straight defensive end stuff, you know, like kind of watch some of his moves. But he's, he's pretty power oriented, which I mean, I love the power, but. You know, you well, he's also two ninety five. Exactly, like... exactly, right. And like that—that's what I was saying. Like, if I get—if I gotta get my body right, and I end up being like two ninety five, like that's crazy. I'll be be a crazy defensive end at that point. But, I mean, um, I mean, that's like the size of of Isaiah. I mean, Isaiah, Isaiah Loudermilk. I mean, he's got a well, he's like six seven three oh five, and he's not fat at all on Wisconsin mm -hmm. right now. Like his yeah. body type is crazy. Um, right. I don't even know how like how dudes like that can move. So, you know, that is, you know, it's really interesting, especially seeing like sort of like the different different type of athletes that the Badgers are bringing in mm -hmm. right now. Um, and you mentioned, you know, you, you mentioned practicing against some really good O-linemen. Obviously, Nolan Rucci recently committed as well. You know, he's going to be an interesting guy to go up against every day in practice, I'm sure, yeah. for you, because, you know, he is a, you know, he's a big time offensive lineman. All the dudes, JP, Riley, those are all some really, really big dudes. Oh. But but Iowa, the state of Iowa, and at least in high school, always has a lot of a, a lot of bigger guys as well. Have you had anyone that's been like you know the toughest matchup for you uh, throughout your high school career? Um, there's uh, there's one guy that I was only ever able to go one on one against, and that was the other D one guy. Um, and uh, that was his name is Henry Latoski. Um, I don't know if you've heard that name at all. Um, but he uh, he camped with me while I was there. Where do you go to school? Wisconsin he goes he goes to uh Mount Pleasant we actually played Mount Pleasant in our first game this season well actually well, actually we played them our first game every season um all four years but uh <clears throat> but yeah he was he was like the only guy that I was <laughs> that coaches ever let me go one-on-one -on -one against um other than that I would be getting like double teams and triple teams from everybody like it was just just non-stop just pounding 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 so um I would have to say that mine and his matchup was was probably the best. Um, that's funny, yeah, because I'm I'm sure you faced a ton, a ton of uh, of double teams in in your career. So, but yeah, he's heading over to uh, I don't know if he's committed yet. Uh, oh no, he's going to Nebraska. That's right, yeah, he's he going is. to Nebraska. So, uh, you know, you'll get, hopefully get to you'll, you'll be seeing him a little bit more over the next <laughs> right. four years as well. So that's yeah. gonna be uh, that's gonna be really fun. All right. Well, uh, do you know what you're gonna be majoring in? Have you figured that out um, yet, or do you have an idea of what be, you want to study? Yes, yeah, it's, it's gonna be some form of engineering. I literally oh, bounce awesome. it around all the time. I don't know if it's gonna be civil engineering or if it's gonna be biomedical engineering or mechanical. Like, it, I, it's just gonna be some form of engineering. I know that. Engineers are also the best people to live with. Um, I, I will say that as someone who's lived with people of all different majors, uh, um, one of my uh, one of my roommates was was a civil engineer, and like every time we had like some sort of something going wrong in the house and having a problem, he was just able to fix it like without like, even oh, thinking about it. it. Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. It, it it made life so much better. It made yeah. life so much better. Um, well, uh, this season your your twenty twenty high school season because of COVID has been I'm sure really different. How has that affected you on and off the field? 
So the biggest thing was probably um, weight training and how we train, you know, in the summer and, uh, <clears throat> and in, during season. So in the summer, we are really, we, we play baseball in the summer here in Iowa. And so being on the baseball team, I wasn't able to work out with people from the football team because they didn't want to cross contaminate. So like, um, we have, we have 6am summer lifts, um, Monday through Thursday. And then we have Friday, Saturday, Sunday off for the football team. And I wasn't like when I, when I went to those, it, it would always have to be like after baseball practice or something like that, when I would be able to go in and lift and our baseball practices were like four hours long, you know, so we're out there in the, in the heat of the day. And then like, we got to go and lift for the football team after that. So that was, that was pretty tasking, but, um, in season, it changed a little bit since, you know, we were, I mean, we're obviously around the team, um, but, you know, we still had people that were lifting outside and then we had some people that were lifting inside um, in the actual weight room, but we kind of just like had a makeshift weight room out in one of our, uh, like one, our big football shed that we have. Uh, so it kind of just like made it work just however we could. And we had to split up into pods, make sure we always had the same partners, um, stuff like that, just so that we weren't um, cross-contaminating. Awesome. Well, uh, you know, glad to see that you've, you've made it through it and, uh, excited for you to set foot on campus. And so, um, you know, anything else that you are, you know, really looking forward to at UW on or off the field, you said you're going to be look, living with Mike Jarvis. That should be fun. Mm. So yeah, it's going to be great. I'm just, I'm just excited to get there, man. Like it's going to, I feel like, are there a lot like of guys are... early enrolling from your class? Uh, I think there are six of us. That's a good amount. That's yeah. a good amount. So yeah, I think I think that's the that's the final number that we have. And yeah, everyone got their room assignments too. So you know, we're all uh we're all talking and making sure that everyone's got what they need. Good, good. Glad to hear. All right. Well, listen, TJ. Thank you so much for uh, spending a little time here with me today. And uh, until next time, on Wisconsin. Yeah, on Wisconsin. Thank you so much for having me. Of course, of course. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.